Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. I'm Sandy Buadana. Today is Monday, February 17th. It is President's Day in the U.S. It's a national holiday. We celebrate our presidents of the past. Um, and it's since it's a holiday, there's no one in our corporate offices except me, Kevin Shaw, and Darren Ashby. Why? because we like you, but also because it's more fun um, working when no one's at the office. Traffic is a breeze. Uh, anyway, I was looking at the calendar today and I couldn't believe what I saw. We are almost a month out from the Punta Cana Success Club trip. Yes, I just said that correctly. Punta Cana is in about five weeks away. So if you are looking at buying some bathing suits and looking pretty great in that um, earned trip, start working out now, getting healthy. Um, but I wanted to mention something about trips uh, because I interviewed a coach uh, last week when we were at NLC, I interviewed a coach and I asked her what was her favorite thing about being a coach. And she said, I get to travel. And the way she said it, I realized that before becoming a Beachbody coach, maybe she didn't have that freedom to travel. Maybe she didn't have the money to travel. Maybe she had never worked so hard and earned a trip. But in her eyes, helping others achieve their goals and, and coaching people meant that she was getting to do things that she never thought were possible. And so when you think about that, getting to travel, I mean, if you work hard and you make money, sure, you get to travel, but you've worked hard and you've earned that freedom or you've earned that trip or you've earned that money to buy you that trip. So with that, I am going to move the call forward and um, invite Kevin Shaw to the call. He's got stuff for us to focus on this week in the network. Hi, Kevin. Good morning, Sandy. And good morning, coaches. Yes, I do. We are officially halfway through Team Cup, and that's exactly where we should be. And I am so excited, and I hope you guys are too. Look, halfway through the month, halfway through Team Cup, it begs the question, are you halfway to your February goals? When you guys formed your teams on February 1st and you were ready to go, you set a goal of what you wanted to achieve. Are you halfway there? Are you on the path to success? Or do you need to have a little um, moment where you come together and kind of revamp and kind of uh, realize that maybe I should change a few things? Whatever your status is, guys, you have still half of the month to get out there and push your way to show yourself that you can do this. Look, Team Cup, we don't do it for us. We do it for you guys. We do Team Cup to prove it to you that you can do this business, that you can reach outside your comfort zone, invite people to help them help themselves um, on a better path to a healthier, more fulfilling life. That's what we do. And it's our job to make sure that they um, get that opportunity. So guys, it's the second half of the month. If you have not stepped outside your comfort zone, do it now. What are you waiting for? And guys, bingo is still underway. We're into week three. I know there's a little bit of um, uh, problems downloading the bingo card. We'll get that fixed. But guys, do the bingo card as well. We're going to announce the winners here tomorrow. Very excited about that. On to the next thing that I am loving seeing on Facebook and Instagram. 
you guys are taking this free pumpkin spice shakeology to a whole new level. You guys are offering it as if you're just giving it to them for free. Like you're just this most generous, kind coach out there that anybody who signs up with the Shakeology Challenge Pack or Completion Pack will get a free 14 packet pumpkin spice shakeology with it. And I'm loving this. You guys are getting great response. Keep doing that. Keep using it. We are on dangerously low levels of pumpkin spice shakeology, but do it. Show them that they, um, you give them that, you know, that one extra thing to say yes to, which is so great. And guys, um, the last thing I want to talk about are groups. As you guys know, groups are one of the success of our business. Your, the, the quality of your group will determine the quality of your business. We are so invested in challenge groups and eventually bot groups. And we want to make sure that you are running a successful group. That is why on the champions page this week, we have Ashley Feldison going to be on to talk to you, especially new coaches on how to successfully run a challenge group that does not fizzle out. You guys have been running groups in February. You know, it's halfway through. Have you lost a little energy? She's going to be on to talk about how you can make sure that those Groups don't fizzle out. And then on Friday, Courtney Swissman will be on to talk about one of the most important aspects of this business, and that is duplication. For you new coaches out there, duplication is simply this. Can you get your coaches to do what you do? That's it. She'll get on because that is, that's success. I mean, you can hustle your way, but if you can teach somebody to do what you do, then it, the, the, the success is exponential. We're so excited for what you guys are going to view on the champions page. That is all the announcements I have going on. Sandy, um, let's make it another great week, huh? You know what? You are a marketing genius. We are dangerously low on pumpkin spice. I found one in the office and I love it. So I'm keeping it here. And you mentioned early on for people who are just getting on there was the bingo card. There's some week three has a few glitches that you're working yeah. on. Yeah, we're, we're aware of them. Uh, we, we're hopefully waking up the people uh, from their beds uh, on this holiday weekend. And <laughs> we will make sure that you guys have it ready to go. Okay, thank you very, very much. And thank you for talking about the Champions page. For those of you who are not over there, that's where a lot of activity uh, is with training. And they have a great program every single week. So I've asked Kevin to give a shout out to that platform uh, so that after the wake up call, you go over to the champions page. Right. Thank you. Thank you. you thank you, Kevin. Now we've got some recognition for those of you who just, you know, fast forward on your podcast uh, in recognition. Shame on you because you should be clapping for your friends that are moving up in rank advancement and clapping for yourself if your name is on there too. So Absolutely. Darren is at home is it snowing today in utah actually it snowed all night um so we got now ah, we've got about four inches outside so it's a good thing i'm not coming to the office i was going to correct you and say you two are the only two in the office because i'm at home but, but you're working okay and yeah. i don't want to tell you but yesterday it was 75 degrees in la <laughs> i am i am so done with winter and I'm so excited to get to the success club trip and see everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, less than five weeks away. So I'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Good morning coaches. Let's jump right in so that we can get to Angie because it's going to be amazing. But here we are with this week's newest uh, rank advancements. So I'm going to share this and let's get going. Here they are our newest diamond coaches. If it will go, let's see. There we are. All right. Congratulations to 
Catherine Barry, Ashley Guzman, Maddie Brett, Tessa Brown, Kate Bowler from Canada, Robin Carpenter, Brooke Corley, Erica Kraft, Warren Kraft, Kevin Day, Kara Engbritson, Nicole Fernandez from Canada, Ashley Freeman, Kamala Healy from Canada, Chantel Hepburn, Allison Holt, um, Tracy Johnson, Nikki Kiefer, the next two from Canada, um, Nadine Lavoie and Brienne McKenzie. In an additional CBC, Valerie Macko, Allison Mad uh, Madewell, Jordan MacArthur, and Megan Miner from Canada, Melanie Morin, Courtney Neenan, Emily Remington, Nurka uh, Rodriguez, Jean M. Rodriguez Jimenez, and an additional CBC, Danielle Rosner, Celeste Saucier, Saucier from Canada, Sheena Scotland, uh, Brianna Snyder, Julie Stites, Brooke Stuckey, Genevieve Tennert, Lindsay Thompson, Maria Trees, Brittany Vondrak, and Jamie Zeschutko. All right, congratulations, Diamond. That was a great group this week. Um, just a little bit of a testament to what Team Cup can do for all of you. So here we are, our newest Star Diamond coaches. Congratulations to Caroline Foster, Shelby Geddes, and Nick Richardson. And coaches, we have a new two-star diamond this week. Congratulations to Christy Hilling-Smith. And our last but not least, our newest three-star diamond coach. Congratulations to Lauren Kabalka. All right. Also, just a reminder for those of you on the podcast that can't see this, but June 4th is that magical date for Summit Recognition. All Stars and Legends, May 31st at the end of the month. So keep marking those on your calendar. Keep your goals set and make sure that you are ready for Summit. This is going to be epic. All right. We, we are working on Summit, and those dates are also important for people who are going to be going to the training tracks. True. So more news to come on that, but your rank will determine your track. So thank you so much for sharing that, Darren. And you, you can get back to sleeping since you stayed up so late last night. Well, I'm getting back to painting, so. Yes, painting, <laughs> but not your gorgeous artwork. This is the inside of the house. Okay. <laughs> this is kind of news, what happened on uh, vacation days when you're not, you know, vacationing. Can you do me a favor and paint something like on the kitchen wall and then paint over it so then like a hundred years from now when somebody is peeling the paint, they'll see this magnificent <laughs> art that was lost or something? That'd be cool. That could also be sad, though. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a we, good one. You have a good day, too. We are ready for our featured speaker today. I'm very excited about this because since I met Angie Belmar almost seven years ago, she has busted down the door of the beach body coaching scene, and she has, uh, yeah, literally been uh, coaching almost seven years. She's hit elite six times. She's a pro at hitting elite. She has been in our top 10 twice. And four times she hit top number one coach in Canada. So you know she's doing something right. She's kind of a big deal. And I don't know if she knows this, but I watch almost all of her, her videos. She's insane. And she's going to be talking about something that uh, we are all very interested in, and that is 
the small tweaks that she made to her Instagram made a big change in the way that she achieves Success Club every single month. So let me step aside, bring Angie Belmar out. Here we go. Come on in, Angie. Hello. Oh my gosh. That was a beautiful introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I watch almost everything. You are gifted, my friend. You are gifted. Uh, So I'm excited to have you on. And for people who don't know you, who are very new, because I do realize on Facebook, people are saying, I'm a newbie here. Uh, Why don't you tell people what brought you to Beachbody? I'll step out of the way. Thank you, Sandy. Well, okay. My Beachbody story is a long one, but I'll condense it as best I can. I was nowhere near as healthy or I wouldn't even call it fit back then. I had never worked out. Seven years ago, way before I was a coach, I found myself in the hospital three times within the span of just a few months, which was scary, alarming, a little bit of a wake-up call, no pun intended, and I knew I had to make a change. And by total fate, I had found Insanity, which is probably the hardest program that we offer, but it changed my world. It was exactly what I needed. Everything was bundled together and being the shy girl that I was seven years ago, the gym was not an option, not just because of the financial reasons, but I was shy. I didn't want to work out with other people. So I became just a lover of all things Beachbody. I did Insanity the Asylum after that. I did Turbo Fire. I did the Ultimate Reset. And I was all the while sharing my journey on Instagram. I was not a coach. And I would say that I did that for about six months. Now from in those six months, about four of those months, there was a girl on Instagram that had reached out and she spent four months trying to convince me to say yes to coaching. And I think that that just really shows the power of a follow-up. And she was my friend first always, and she didn't say anything weird. She just wanted to be my friend. And so there was that level of trust. And when I did decide to sign up, I didn't do anything with my business. So if you're, you know, sitting here right now, not at success club yet, I've got you. I know what to do. I, at that point, my life had just graduated with a degree in architecture. I was on the job hunt, but not really. And I was building a full-time fashion business with my husband. And I was at the lowest point in my life. I remember vividly one day waking up to a phone call from my husband in the middle of the day. So I'd fallen asleep to daytime TV. I would say that's the lowest of the low that you can get. And I just felt so lost. He explained to me on the phone that I did not have enough money to pay my visa bill. And I had just started my coaching business. So not only was I not helping, I was putting us further into the red. And I just felt in that moment, like I was floating. I was so lost and I knew that I was meant for so much more. And in that moment, my word kind of became contribution. I wanted to contribute something to my little family. I wanted to be able to take us on a vacation. I wanted to be able to create moments and memories. And that was not only my motivation to start my business, but to really do something big with it. Isn't it interesting how you can say that you were at the lowest point of your life, but when you look back now, you, you can you can say with confidence, never going to go back there again. I mean, if I ever hit a low point again, I know how to get myself out of it. So it was definitely a point in your life where you knew that you had to do something. And, and a lot of people that I talk to are backed up against a wall. They're like, this is it. This is the breaking point. It's the wake up call. <laughs> so pun intended. Yes. Angie, okay, so you've been a coach six and a half years. So mm-hmm. fast forward, you know, you've done a lot. You've been on stage a lot. 
why this topic? Why now? And can you just go right into it and uh, relating it to Team Cup especially? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so truth be told, I kind of push back on my topic a little bit because I'm so freaking excited about this topic. I am a big believer in Success Club. My team knows this. And I think that I'm so big on it because in the beginning, I didn't hit Success Club. I was struggling in my business. I would not have been a traditional successor. Like last year, how you had to hit in the first three months, I wouldn't have done that. But this year, however, I would have because after that third month, I figured out what I needed to do and I'm going to share all of that. I basically made a couple of tweaks on social media, especially, and that led to not only me hitting Success Club 10, which was in a Team Cup month. So at this point in the month during that Team Cup month, it was about a little bit past halfway through the month. And I remember that because our team was saying, hey guys, you know, we're halfway through the month and Angie, where are you at? And I was still at zero. And I was determined that month to not only hit Success Club, but hit Success Club 10. So I wanted to help at least five people get started. And I also wanted to lock in Emerald. And I did that. That was the first month that I'd ever hit Success Club 10. And I have hit Success Club 10 plus for 80 months since that point. So the three shifts that I made, I feel like that's what everybody wants to know. The reason also I want to say that I figured out even why Success Club was important and I think it's really cool to look back at these moments where you just kind of stumble upon something by accident. I was in the back office under the recognition tab and I saw something called Success Club All-Star Legends. And so many of the people on that list of names were people that I'd seen on the wake-up call. They were top 10 coaches. They were elite coaches. And that to me made it just clear as day. Angie, hit Success Club consistently over a long period of time, and you will see success in this business. And I knew that that would answer not only the financial situation, but the growth of my team and the growth of my business and really solve all of the questions that I had. And it was so simple. It was right in front of me. So that was the shift I knew I had to make. And that was the metric I knew I had to hit. So shift number one, I completely changed the level in which I posted authentically and with integrity. And what I mean by that is I posted what brought me joy rather than what I thought I was supposed to about what, what I thought I was supposed to post about and what I was posting about. I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you can actually see what the heck I'm talking about. But I very much in the beginning, in those first couple of months where I was struggling, I very much just looked at what all the other coaches were doing or what other people on Instagram were doing. And I did what I thought I was supposed to do, or I did what I thought would be the best received instead of just doing the things that I truly love down to my core. And that to me is the best part of this business, sharing the joy, sharing the parts that make you nerd out a little bit. So what I used to do back then, which is still similar to today, I would basically have three topics that I would post about on my Instagram or on my social media platforms, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, so on and so forth. And I would block them into interests, fitness, because that's what we do, and business, because that's also what we do. And so one thing that I think is hilarious is back then I would post a lot of salads, a lot of healthy recipes, because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Hand to God, I did not eat that salad. My husband ate that salad. I don't eat kale or spinach. I don't. That's why I have Shakeology. But I would post things like that and still a great post if you're into that type of thing. But I never knew what to say which brings me to my workout pictures. I would post about my workouts. I would always take a post-workout selfie, but I didn't know what to say. I would talk about Beachbody On Demand and how I could do it from anywhere, but 
there was no real reason as to why I loved it and who I was and why it worked for me. And in terms of business, I talked about the coaching opportunity. I talked about the freedom and it was very cookie cutter. It was just, you know, work from anywhere and all, and there was no heart behind it. And one thing that I want to note and what I thought was so jarring in looking at these posts on my Instagram, I went back and I looked at them. The posts on the bottom row from back then had about anywhere from eight to 15 comments. I look at comments. I don't look at likes. I feel like comments takes heart. It takes someone's time and energy and effort to leave a comment. A like is great, but comments are everything. So eight to 15 comments on the bottom row. Top row, with a shift that I made where it's way more authentic, I would say anywhere from 100 to 250 comments. That's insane. That's an insane amount of growth. Now, of course, this came with time and shifting and figuring out, you know, kind of pivoting and figuring out what worked best. But sharing all things Disney, which to be honest, I was so scared to do. I was so nervous to talk about Disney. I thought people were going to think I was a large child, which I kind of am. And that ended up being such a huge part of my brand that genuinely just brought me so much joy. In terms of fitness, I am a fit person. I love our workouts. I love workouts. You know, I did a hammer and chisel this morning. I love six weeks of the work. I love insanity. I love the hard workouts, but I also love margarita and I also love pancakes. So I share that part and I make these beautiful little healthy mocktails for my challengers. And I share that type of stuff that brings me joy in terms of the business. I am a big kid at heart with still a ton of freedom, but my number one job on my social media is to encourage others to do the same, to pursue that little kid in them and to feel free to just be themselves, not in terms of just time, but in terms of their personality. So that was really the shift that I made from then until now. And I hope that that can paint the picture for you as well. But really important to note, all the pictures are great. So your pictures might be great, but it's in the message and in the caption that I made that small, tiny shift that made a massive difference in terms of converting. So my three main topics, I shifted them. What this led to was an insane amount of confidence growth for myself. So I had mentioned I was very shy back in the day. The idea of doing a video, I, I would have had a heart attack. I would have passed out and died. So if you're watching this thinking, I could never do that, that was me. And it was those little moments. Every time I posted, I got a little bit better. Every time I posted, I grew a little bit. And it was all because I was just more comfortable. I was just myself. So this also allowed my viewers and my followers to gain that sense of trust and relatability with me because we were both meeting on a topic that we could mutually connect on. We both liked it. So rather than me spending a year plus sharing my coaching journey, sharing my fitness journey in the hopes that maybe someone ask a question or, you know, connect on that and then they get signed up, we could connect right away and have that sense of trust from that second that, you know, I shared that thing that we both loved. And I did that, I believe, through sharing who I was rather than what I was doing. And that goes for what, any workouts or my business, or it was really just who I was to my core. And the, it wasn't always like this. This definitely took a lot of time. In the beginning, I wasn't sharing who I was or what I did. And that might be the issue where you're sitting right now. And that was definitely why I didn't hit successful in my first couple months. No one knew that I had a solution to their problems. No one had any idea. And the biggest shift I would say that I made in terms of the authenticity level was video. Video was a massive connection builder for me because I could just be myself. I have an entire Instagram page of just IGTV posts. Of course, sharing on YouTube was a huge outlet for me. And I would say the way that I share coaching 
as well as my challenge group the most is through my daily activities and my routines on IG stories and on IGTV and on YouTube and just sharing it through my daily happenings. And that really paints the picture for people. Sandy, you want me to keep going? Yes, you're doing great. Oh, cool. Okay. That's, that's always good to know. <laughs> so the second shift that I made was to shift where my head was at, to shift my focus. I could have very well said, you know, nothing's working and focused on what wasn't working. When we were first starting our business, everybody starts at ground zero. No one's good at social media. No one has a ton of followers. Well, some people do. I definitely did not. I had less than a hundred followers on Instagram, no YouTube and no Facebook. So I really started with nothing. And that made me shift my focus to what I could control. I put content creation first. My mission became to create depth with my audience, to earn their trust by creating new content of value consistently. And that not only meant, you know, posting images, it also meant content and tools for challengers and coaches and future challengers and coaches. And I think that this is where I got hung up. I had put 80% of my time into creating content and 20 into having conversations. It needs to be the other way around. 80-20, 80% of your time should be spent on having conversations with people and helping them get started with you. Whereas 20% of the remainder of the time should be creating the content that gets the eyes on you to start said conversations. So if all of my time was spent creating content and trying to make it perfect and stopping when it wasn't perfect, I would have never been able to grow a business. So that to me, every time I posted, I grew a little bit. The way that I saw it was it's better done than perfect always. So instead of getting stuck into, you know, this isn't working or I can't control this, or I'm not doing this or this, you know, this conversation work on what you can control. And that's how much content you can put out to the world. And that's why I made it my mission to become a content creating machine. So I created content on Instagram and on my social media platforms, obviously not just in terms of posts and photos, but photos, videos, free one page meal plans that someone could just screenshot as part of my stories and have as value. I'm really making it my priority to document my day in terms of a story and taking someone through my entire morning routine from start to finish and really captivating them that way, just as how I would do it on YouTube, but broken down into snippets on Instagram stories as well. The other content that I created was for my challengers, current challengers and future challengers. Anything that I created for my challengers, I never left hidden. I would always use it as a sneak peek for my stories or my posts and share a little behind the scenes of, hey, this is what we're doing in my challenge group. You know, the mocktail example is really great, but that's something that's gotten a lot of hype on my page. People that follow me love me for that. And it's truly me and it's truly my audience. So when they see a healthy mocktail to get healthy that I say still tastes like a margarita, it's delicious, that really relates to them. So I let them know, hey, well, that's the type of stuff that happens in my challenge group. Same thing for coaching. I'm constantly creating new content for my coaches from lessons that I've learned to workshops that I've listened to, any calls that I've listened to. I listen to it with an ear to learn and to be able to repeat that, condense it, summarize it for my team. It's amazing how much more you'll retain on a call if you're writing and taking notes to be able to summarize it for your coaches. It's insane. And I think noting also what systems are working throughout the entire network with all successful coaches and being able to create duplicatable systems for your coaches through all those different methods and giving them the tools to basically find the one that works for them was something that really worked for me. And same thing, I would give little snippets of, hey, this is what my team and I are doing to build our social media pages. This is what my team and I are doing today. And this is the tool that I built for them. And I just give 
I would, if I had it on my computer, I'd almost give like a blurry kind of quick video version of it so that people could see what I was talking about, but just get a glimpse into it. And of course, none of this was quick. This was, you know, this was a long haul game plan for me. This was a three to five year process of creating content and wanting to be able to build that library of tools for my followers, for my challengers, future challengers, current coaches and future coaches. So that was shift number two. Uh, Ange, I'm going to stop you for one second because that's yeah. exactly what I wanted you to say is how long did it take you to get there? Because I feel like newer coaches take so much time to be perfect on social media and create the perfect image that they're not really going out and inviting people. They're really more into making creative graphics. And so can you just tell me when that shift happened of when you got better and you know things just became easier? Well, instead of going into management mode, because you start signing people up and you think, well, I need to have all of the answers for my team and for my customers. And you basically become a victim to that circumstance rather than continuing to build your business or starting to build your business. And I really think looking at your day in terms of how you schedule it will make such a change for you. So that was actually, that's the third topic. Very good transition, Sandy. Thank you for the question. So this is how I decided to manage my priorities and manage my time. And I got really, really honest with myself in terms of how to be smarter at where my time was going throughout the day. So I did this activity. I think I did it at a Tony Robbins event or maybe online or something. But I remember being pretty much drawn to tears doing it because of how shocking it was for me. I took just, a, I drew a circle and I created a 24 hour clock. So I had midnight and noon. So you got your two, your two, your two 12s and you've got your two sixes. So your 6am and your 6pm. And then from there, you basically have 24 little pie shaped pieces. And I started coloring in, okay, well, this is when I went to bed and this is when I woke up and I color that and write sleep. And then I would, you know, block out, okay, this is when I did my workout. This is when I ate breakfast. This is when I had family time. This is when I was watching TV. And the most crazy part of doing that wasn't so much, you know, I don't have time to do this and this, or I watch so much TV or the two most glaring parts for me, at least were I'm sleeping my life away. And there is so much gaps in my day that are completely unallocated. I have no idea where that time went. I couldn't tell you if I was watching TV, browsing a newsfeed. I had no idea where that time was going. It was just unallocated lost time, which was frustrating for someone that's trying to build a business. So I got very honest with myself and I have my new coaches do this. And this is a way that we can look at, okay, where is your time going? Is it all spent on what we were just saying? Is it all spent on, you know, managing people and really getting hung up on one conversation on one post? Or are you actually moving forward? So where's your time going? And then the other thing that we do is we look at the success club system tracker for them. And we do this every week for a three to four week period and they submit it, but I'll just be honest. It's more so for them. Like I'll review it with them, but it's really as a self-reflection. And I think instead of doing a self-reflection on our goals, once a year on December 31st or January 1st, what if you did them every single Sunday or even better yet for coaches on a Wednesday night before the Thursday morning. And I think looking at your business that way, getting really real with that 24 hour clock and looking at the success club system tracker, because everything is on there. You could be missing one little ingredient and that's, it's that tiny shift that makes the biggest difference. So from there with my coaches, and I did this for myself, we build a realistic and consistent. And I think that those two words are huge, realistic 
that you can stick to, that you can stick to over time that you can be consistent with. And we build a schedule together. So we do this based off of their personal lives, their current work schedule or school schedule, family time. And we work around that. So the shift that I made was I started waking up at 5 a.m. So at 5 a.m., first thing I do is I go downstairs and I do my workout. I'm actually downstairs by 5 a.m. because I love that little timestamp on Instagram stories. Just it's my motivation to get down there. And I check in with my challengers once my workout is done and I will schedule my post all before 6 a.m. So really, I've just set the tone for my entire day. And if we're being honest, I've gotten the majority of the work done that needs to be done in our business. And the rest of the day, I would say I would schedule another hour or an hour and a half to two hours of actually talking to humans. So with that post on social media that I mentioned, it doesn't go up at 6 a.m. Something that I started doing was I started scheduling posts. So there's a couple apps that you can use. There's Preview. I know there's Unum, but Post App Fee is one that I just discovered. It's amazing. So it'll post the post for you, which I've never heard of or ever seen, but it'll also tell you which time is the best for you to post based off of your own analytics on your page and which hashtags you should use. And it just makes my life so much easier. So if I schedule one post for that day, great. If I can schedule the whole week, amazing. And I will usually lay out my feed. So I know what I'm doing and that way I can optimize my time. I can get real with myself and really hone in on what needs to be done in my business. I'm just floored. I'm totally floored because you are just so easy to listen to and you have made these little tiny tweaks that have made a huge difference. So it's, you don't make it scary. What I think has been the best of this whole call so far is that in the beginning, you said that you were watching daytime TV. Now everyone watches you in the daytime on IGTV. So it's like a complete full circle that now you are the daytime television that everybody watches, but they're learning from you. That's the difference. We don't learn from soap operas. No. (laughs) Okay. So uh, we are at the end of the call and I don't even want it to end because I'm just like so into listening to you. It's been six and a half years. What has been the most rewarding thing for you that you can share with us today? I, whenever I look back at, you know, whenever I first signed up in that day that I was on the couch and I woke up to, it was the chew, by the way, that I woke up to, which if any, you should not know what that is. It's kind of like the view, but they cook. And I woke up to that and I was just so defeated. And that moment that I decided that all I wanted to do was to contribute The goal was in that moment, I want to be able to afford a trip to Disney World. I don't think it's any surprise. And if it is new, I like Disney. I think you can see the Mickey in the background. I love Disney. And that was the goal. I want to just, I kept it super simple. I want to be able to take my husband on a trip to Disney World. And I didn't know if I'd be able to do it, but I did know that if we were going to make it happen, it was going to have to be my business that afforded it. And that's really what this business was about for me. It wasn't about the income. It was about the moments and the memories and the friends and the travel, like Sandy said at the beginning of the call, like being able to do that and the impact to be able to duplicate that into your downline and for them to have that life. So this is the emotional part. Having set that goal, we made the trip happen. And I remember exactly where we are. I actually took a picture at the, the park bench that we were sitting on at the boardwalk. And I just looked at my husband. I was like, we did it. We, we, the business did it. We afforded a trip to Disney world. You know, we flew here, we stayed at a nice hotel. We afforded our food and tickets and all of the things. 
And that year we had set this pie in the sky, almost ridiculous goal because we had heard that there was a neighborhood in Disney World called Golden Oak. And we wanted to one day, maybe in our 50s, have a home there. And this past summer, we put the down payment on the lot. So we will be starting the build, I want to say this week, on our home in Disney World, which is insane to me. That's a little goal. Well, the little goal of going on the trip, but the big goal that we set seven years ago is coming to fruition now, which I can say would not have been able to happen without this business. So it's absolutely insane. That's incredible. Thank you so, so much for sharing that. Do you own Disney stock, by the way? I feel like <laughs> I should. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, they should put you in all their commercials. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. This was such a good call. And I'm always so impressed with um, everything that you teach. You make it sound so simple. And it is, I guess, if you're consistent with it. And um, thank you again. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, I have... Uh, I do have something that I want to share with everybody that Carl just texted me on, but I do want to give an affirmation. You know, stop dreaming, start living, live your wildest dreams. This is an affirmation about actually living it. That is exactly what Angie is doing. She didn't just dream it up. She's living it. She took action. She worked hard. She set goals and she was consistent. So Stop dreaming, start living. And with that, I'm going to add a little something today um, to the end of the call. Uh, Carl was in the UK over the weekend. He shared something. He let something slip out of when he was talking to the team over there, but he is now opening it up to all coaches. And that is coming soon, BOD groups. Uh, we want you to start forming groups once BOD groups come around and he has a promo going on where he would like to put you in his promo video. And in order for you to do that, you'll need to start recruiting coaches. Now, some of you are new to coaching, but this promo is for a personally sponsored coach of yours to become an admin of a BOD group and you be an admin of a BOD group. There's going to be an FAQ on this. It's going to be in the coach office, but he is going to be selecting five people who will be in a promo video. And he's also going to fly five people to Summit in a private plane. He says there's going to be champagne and cookies, but I know Carl. He's really, really healthy. Anyway... More to come on this. I'm just getting, you know, the news right here on my post-it note. But go to Carl's Instagram page. You'll see his personal message to you. Go to Carl Deichler on Instagram and check out what he is promoting uh, because it's going to be a very, very exciting time as we ramp up to BOD groups starting April 26th to May 31st will be this promo uh, that you want to get involved with. It's going to be a lot of excitement and you could be flying with Carl or maybe not with Carl, maybe with others to Summit in New Orleans. It should be an amazing time. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Everybody have a fantastic week. See you here next Monday. Bye-bye.